0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of PodMosh. So today we have the idea break, one of our idea breaks that I usually do uh, here and there between guests. And this one is an interesting one because this is discussing something called Schumann's resonance, which is Earth's heartbeat. And I got into this because I was on a trip. uh, Well, I was going on on a family trip with a couple friends of ours uh, with the kiddos. And we were driving on a Corpus and I just was shut down with anxiety. I had never felt like this before. And it was it was very interesting because i couldn't figure it out i was like i know i'm i know i'm feeling very anxious my heart beating out of my chest i couldn't stand to be around anybody the whole nine yards of you know, perfect anxiety right and i couldn't figure it out um it was like that the whole weekend and i had no idea why and then i saw this video about somebody else I was like they're like hey did anybody else experience this crazy anxiety this weekend and this is probably about a month month and a half ago um and then in the video they're like hey if you have So did I, and so did a lot of other people, and it's because something called of Schumann's resonance. So let's let's break this down a little bit further. So what is Schumann's resonance? Is this a quack theory? Is this something that uh, some random person brought up? No, it's actually based on a guy, uh, a German scientist from the 1960s, which I don't know, maybe it was from Operation Paperclip, I have no idea, but NASA also. Acknowledges this fact, so it's very interesting. So, this is from nasa.gov. At any given moment, about 2,000 thunderstorms roll over the Earth, producing around 50 flashes of lightning every second. Each lightning burst creates electromagnetic waves that begin to circle around Earth, captured between Earth's surface and a boundary about 60 miles up. Some of the waves, if they have just the right wavelength, combine, increasing in strength, to create a repeating atmospheric heartbeat known as Schumann's resonance. This resonance provides a useful tool to analyze Earth's weather, its electric environment, and to even help determine what types of atoms and molecules exist in Earth's atmosphere. So essentially, there's a bubble between the Earth's surface and the ionosphere where waves or electromagnetic waves get trapped, and they have nowhere to go. And because they're always aw- like running around, <laughs> they create a hertz at 7.83, I believe, is the hertz, and it's continual for the Earth. It's Earth's heartbeat, Earth's vibrations. So the waves created by lightning do not look like the up-and-down waves of the ocean, but they still oscillate with regions of greater energy and lesser energy. These waves remain trapped inside an atmospheric ceiling created by the lower edge of the ionosphere, which is a part of the atmosphere filled with charged particles, which begins about 60 miles up into the sky. In this case, the sweet spot for resonance requires the wave to be as long or twice, three times, et cetera, as long as the circumference of the earth. This is an extremely low frequency, which they call ELF frequencies, that can be as low as eight hertz, some 100,000 times lower than the lowest frequency radio waves used to send signals to your radio. At this wave flow, As this wave flows around earth, it hits itself again at the perfect spot such that the crests or troughs are aligned. Voila. Waves acting in resonance with each other to pump up the original signal. While they've been predicted in 1952 by Schumann, Schumann resonance were first measured reliably in the 1960s. Since then, scientists have discovered that variations in the resonance corresponds to changes in the seasons, solar activity, activity in Earth's magnetic environment, in water, aerosols, in the atmosphere, and a whole bunch more. So there's a whole bunch of other things that can be associated with this, including biology, which there is a subspecialty of science in meteorology called chronobiology, which is how um, meteorology, weather patterns, atmosphere affect our 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 biology. And I find it funny how yes, the Earth has a heartbeat, but so does like a Hertz, um, but so does human beings. Human beings have different brain waves and different patterns based on what. Um, Where they may be at, like for instance, whenever you're sleeping at your most relaxed state, it's the same level as Schumann's resonance, seven point eight, roughly. So I'm gonna keep going with with some of these articles that I found and and researched. So um, back to my story, when I was having this crazy anxiety on the way over there, I couldn't figure out what why I was having this anxiety because I haven't had an anxiety attack like that in a very very long time since COVID, honestly. And I realized that we were first running away from about three different thunderstorms that were tornadic high activity of lightning flashes um and then when i later found out the schumann's resonance it had spiked normally it's around 7.8 i think that day went to 33 so you're looking at four or five times greater than it usually is and you can actually find the schumann resonance chart um from the space observation station at tomsk science university located in siberia fun fact for you and it, it, you break down exactly all that is, but, um, so we call it like I said, the human resonance, we call it the nickname or we nickname it the heartbeat of mother earth, um, making the whole bunch of rangers can be seen, which match our brain patterns and our brain waves as well as our heart electricity. Um, we know that there's an atmospheric cavity between the earth and the ionosphere and that's where they bounce around and create it. Um, and that, that magnetic field are what is what we're, uh, catching with signals. And some people honestly think that it affects or even our human consciousness. I haven't gone that far yet. I don't really know. But I do know that there is a strong correlation to biology. So just to break down some of the hurts within human biology um, and the brain waves, studies show that the SR frequencies, human resonance frequencies, have particular effects on the human brain and nervous system, the cardiovascular system, the autonomic nervous system, the circadian rhythms, immune function, DNA, and a whole bunch more. Um, Krivlov, which is a scientist suggests that the human resonance may not only affect telecommunication services, but can also affect melatonin influencing biological functions, such as the normal circadian rhythms of both animals and humans. And we do know that vibrations do affect like low ELF, the extremely low frequencies do affect cellular growth and DNA. So very low frequencies, according to NASA, um, whenever they're sending, when they're sending astronauts into space. They found that the ELF frequencies helped stimulate better DNA and cell growth. So, how does Schumann resonance affect our brain waves? Well, we know that there's a whole bunch of different brain waves gamma is one, beta, alpha, theta, and delta. And each one that's from high to low in frequency. So, the delta brain waves occur between zero to four hertz and they correspond to the SR frequency to 4.11 hertz. So this brain rhythm occurs in deep dreamless sleep or unconsciousness when you're really extremely drowsy. It's like a deep healing sleep. Um, That's from zero to four hertz. And I remember the standard of Earth's heartbeat is 7.8. I know there's a whole lot of numbers here, but bear with me. So delta is the first and then the next one is theta. So theta occurs between four hertz to eight hertz and corresponds to exactly what human resonance is, 7.83. This brain rhythm is associated with drowsiness. It also occurs at the first stage of sleep and during deep meditation when we're awake but open to mental Im- imagery. It's kind of our most relaxed state that we can be in aside from that deep healing sleep. It has been associated with creativity, intuition, daydreaming, and fantasizing. It is it is believed to reflect activity from the limbi- limbic system and increased activity is observed in anxiety, behavioral activ- activation, and inhibition. So the normal shown resonance is here. At the theta stage on the edge between theta and alpha so you have delta theta and then the third one is alpha now alpha brain waves occur between 8 hertz and 12 hertz this is the major rhythm seen in a normal relaxed adult it is present during most of life it is considered a common state during alertness but not actively processing information alpha has been linked to creativity and meant to strong mental work it is also associated with overall mental and body mind coordination, calmness, alertness, and learning. So step four is beta. Now beta brain waves occur between 12 hertz and 30, and they correspond to the Schumann resonance of 14 hertz, 20 hertz, and 26 hertz. Now I just experienced this last weekend, which is a this like three days ago, because I was feeling very off. I had another anxiety attack, and sure enough, I after the fact I looked up, and there was a spike in Schumann resonance at about 26 Hertz. So beta reflects highly active processing. It occurs during normal waking consciousness and outward attention. Now there is a slow beta, which is between 12 and 17 Hertz, and that's normal information processing for mental activity, but fast beta between 17 and 30 Hertz is heightened alertness and fight or flight and anxiety, which I felt both times, which again, for for anybody who's known me, even pre-COVID, I'd never had anxiety. I never struggled with anxiety until after COVID. And now I get these random attacks based on a frequency in Siberia. (laughs) I mean, there is something to this. And I, and you know, I'm not, it's not like a psychosomatic response for me. Schumann Resonance was there. I had the anxiety without ever knowing about it. And I, it was correlating to its spikes, which kind of puts it into perspective. So now the net, the final brainwave pattern is between 30 and 100 hertz, and it corresponds to the Schumann resonance of 33, 39, 45, and 59 hertz. Now these are all just vibrational frequencies, by the way. So this is associated with waking states and can occur when we are simultaneously processing information in both brain hemispheres. Whales and dolphins also operate in these frequencies. Now there are opinions on how each one refl- reflects with w- different hertz and brain patterns and stuff like that, but all I'm trying to point out is that increase in human resonance affects brain patterns and it's, I find it hilarious that we have I'm, I'm getting anxiety attacks whenever it spikes that makes zero sense until I find out a little bit when I started jumping into a little deeper so there's something called um, entrainment and this is a resonance and brainwave entrainment so vibrational frequencies can actually match or harmonize with one another the Schumann resonance may be better understood when examining matching vibrations. So when a system of oscillators is tuned, like one oscillator affecting it like a tuning fork, uh, when one oscillator is affecting the other, now when one starts to vibrate, the other will eventually vibrate in harmony or at the same frequency. But sometimes it does the exact opposite. So entrainment is the process whereby two interacting oscillating systems, which have different periods when they function independently, assume a common period. The two oscillators may fall into synchrony, but other phase relationships are also possible. So like when you have two vibrational patterns, they could synchronize, like they're saying, between two two tuning forks, or maybe they're creating something that's worse, of uh, a worse mental state. So practically what this is kind of saying is we have the Schumann's resonance of the Earth's heartbeat at 7.8 hertz, and then we have human brain and biology uh, resonance vibrations between four and 30 or four and a hundred, depending on what state of your mental psyche is, honestly. So if Schumann resonance spikes to let's say 30, whenever the normal state is 7.8 and then it oscillates and vibrates your very biology. Sometimes this can synchronize, but sometimes they can create something that's worse and it can actually put you off in a worse state. And that's what I'm reading from this article. Um, now, this common period, this entrainment, this common period can create a kindling or entrainment. The word kindling refers to the matching of neurons across the brain, creating synchronicity. Now, meditation keeps our coupling with the Schumann resonance or the fluctuating frequency of the earth. So even when I've talked about uh, breathing patterns, how it really helps my state of mind, how I can, you know, hold up, hold an exhale breath for, I've maxed out at three minutes and my brain, like I feel like the brain state is amazing. That brain fog is gone when I can do these specific type of breathing patterns. Patterns. What this is saying is that whenever we can, you know, do these breathing patterns from a very physiological perspective, it directly affects and correlates with the resonance of the earth. <laughs> so we, I have said, I have said so much so far, but it sounds crazy. It honestly does. And when I started digging digging into this, I was like, "This, there's no way that this is actually true," until I realized how it affected me personally and how I was running with the same frequencies and vibrations of the Earth. So, recap: there's a bunch of different. We have brainwaves, and each brainwave has a money zone of frequency that is good for you at that specific time. But things can affect that very much like music. You know, whenever we're calm and quiet, and we're listening to Uh, like classical music at 60 beats per minute studies show that that's the money zone for taking a test. If you want to go take a test, listen to classical music for a little bit beforehand and it relaxes you because it affects your brain state, your brain patterns, same thing with the vibrations of the earth. Those can affect your brain pattern and and send you into uh, periods of anxiety or even depression based on what's going on around that time. So, now the next question, consciousness. There's always debate on consciousness, exactly what it is, how to get by whatever, but this is a, a little article I I picked up by Joe Dispenza. So it does the question is does human resonance affect consciousness? Quote, increases in frequency create increases in consciousness. And when our consciousness increases, we have greater awareness. And this is basically saying, you know, those vibes that you get from people those vibrations, like whenever you can vibe with certain people and completely not vibe with other people, that's why we have friend groups and social clicks and things like that. That's what he's talking about here. And that's what gamma brainwaves are. Gamma brainwaves, which can be more than twice as high as beta brainwaves, represent an aroused state in the brain. However, they are not connected to the survival states of emergency mode, but correlated with a kind of super consciousness and awareness, as well as higher amounts of love and compassion. As the Earth goes through goes through her metamorphosis, maybe we too have a transition through this time of emotional intensity related to beta brainwaves before we enter a new consciousness of gamma brainwave states. And would that upgrade our nervous system and expand our perception and awareness of reality? Now, again, consciousness is a very fluid term right now. I don't really know exactly what he's trying to say in some on on some of these issues because he goes into some other things. Uh, but there is some credence to how vibrations, consciousness, Schumann resonance, and our biology are all intertwined. I'm still trying to figure that out. So it's funny too, because Schumann resonance has actually increased over time. So over the past, I think 40 years, it's gone up 40 to 60 points. There's been spikes more frequently. Somebody can Some, some can argue that it's the end of the world, that we are getting these solar flares and they do affect Schumann resonance, which is true. But over time, it has uh, raised. Now, is that from increased urbanization or does the increase in human resonance spikes and Hertz correlate to the overall mental health of the world? Who knows? And it's also a fact that the different human residences are different based on what country you're in. So yes, there is an overall uh, Earth heartbeat at 7.8, but each country also has a fluctuating positive or negative of Hertz as well. And here's another speaking of spikes on January 31st, 2017, for the first time in recorded history, which I guess recorded history of Schumann Resonance since the fifties, the Schumann Resonance frequency free frequencies reached 36 plus Hertz. It was considered an anomaly when in 2014, this frequency rose from its usual 7.8 to around 15 to 25 Hertz level. So a jump from 7.8 to 36 is a big deal. That's more than a five fold increase in resonant frequency levels. And nobody knows why the spikes are happening. Now, when the shooting resonance is more intense, human consciousness is thought to be affected. That's the going theory. But again, how can you affect consciousness if the v- the actual verbiage or nouns of, a, of what consciousness is, is still up for debate? Now, when at normal levels of 7.8, human brainwaves are thought to match that vibration and experience healing, which does make sense because uh, increased stress does kill your cells. So higher vibrations, increase stress. Lower vibrations, decrease stress. And that's proven by NASA. So we have all these spikes. We have all this craziness going on. Um, we have, for me, I'm I'm feeling affected by it. Now I'm two for two for the past two huge spikes. I feel anxiety attacks. Um, so is there a way to become coherent with human resonance? Is, is human resonance, Is there a way to combat it in a way? Well, there are a few things that really do help, and um, they've helped for me as well, which is it's been pretty cool. But one of the things you can do is spend time in nature, such as a forest or a beach. Which is also interesting because uh, we know that the mental health of cities that are close to the beach are way better than people further inland. And that's a fact. Look that up. So being in nature acts like a tuning fork. We've talked about this before. In in training your vibration into like a coherent force with nature. I don't know. I know I'm getting into like this um, mother earth, uh, be one with the universe type thing, but that uh, People can get off onto that into some crazy tangents. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the evidence is showing that there's vibrations, and when vibrations don't coincide, it screws it all up. And that's exactly like music. If you're playing in the key of C, and then somebody tries to play in the key of you know B or B minor, it doesn't work. <laughs> they, there's a dissonance, and the music that comes out is anxious it's anxiety it's dissonant it doesn't work so same thing with vibrations in nature how do we how do we kind of align in a way from a biological health side to increase our overall quality of life based on vibrations um walk walk with your bare feet on earth there's that's another thing whenever you're touching the earth uh it actually does affect vibrations in your body and the there are levels of of and we'll call them anti-stress components. <laughs> but when you're when you're barefoot outside, it, there is a lot of evidence that backs up how it affects in a good way our health. Um, gazing at the stars as often as possible was actually really cool, but is, it helps is a way to help combat the increase in spikes of Schumann resonance with our our own biology. You know, another way is to listen to music that incorporates a Schumann frequency in the background during work or play. And then also there's something called an <laughs> a Schumann resonator. I, I can't back this up right now, but uh, some a lot of researchers believe that researchers believe that by producing a 7.83 hertz signal with a fuel generator, generator, or a, they call it a Schumann device, we can actually reduce the irritating effects of man-made electromagnetic fields. So this replicates this device replicates the Earth's natural rhythm and may provide ourselves, at least in the immediate vicinity, with a healthier environment. Now there are several devices that can emit this this frequency, the 7.83 hertz frequency, um, but again it. I haven't done my research on it. So, but it makes sense. Like if, if 7.8 is the money zone for even our very biology of cells, uh, why not just have a frequency emitter that has it in the background all the time? So yeah, I don't really know. So to recap, there is something called Schumann's resonance. It affects our biology. Um, Schumann's resonance, Schumann's resonance rests at about 7.8 Hertz. Now during Areas of full moon and um, storms, it does spike. When those spike, I feel it. And it's real weird now. I can tell, like, I'll have anxiety. Then I'm like, oh, I wonder if 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 there's a spike that occurred. And this happened the past two times. And sure enough, it did. Uh, We know that the hertz and the frequencies and vibrational patterns of the earth coincide directly with our brain patterns and brain waves, which may explain some level of how anxiety and depression do occur. Uh, now there's never a silver, we've talked about this before. There's never a silver bullet with anything that we do. There's, it's usually a variety of risk factors that we have to incorporate into how we are affected by certain things. But it, we do know that urban environments, places that lack green space, um, that are all concrete, have a worse overall mental health. That's why even whenever kids are playing, um, they will, Almost always, when you have two, like there's an, an experiment that was done, when you have two play areas, one with a playground and one with a play that are on concrete, and then one with a playground that has a green space, they always navigate and gravitate towards the green space. So maybe it's because they're still trying to figure out their own vibrational frequencies and match with the earth. And I know this sounds crazy with Mother Earth and all that stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm not trying to get on this bandwagon, which some people and a lot of people have gotten on this bandwagon and gone too far, which That happens with almost everything we do. Um, so yeah, so frequency is there, kids run to it. It's good for our body to to, uh rest at 7.8, between 7.8 and 10, I think is what is the normal. Um, our brain has the exact same frequencies that are out in the earth, increased frequencies, uh, increased cellular death and stress. So low frequencies. Help our cells generate faster and our overall healthier. And lastly, uh, find areas to combat some of this stuff. Find areas out in nature that are going to help you uh, feel this. If you're feeling super stressed and anxious, try doing those breathing patterns I talked about, and then go outside. And uh, it's just it's all it's all very interesting. Um, I'm still digging deep into. it. I'm trying to get a guest on here to talk about it, uh, who's, who specializes in it. But it's it's a real thing, and I find it funny how a lot of mainstream science doesn't talk about this because if we actually maybe like maybe if we actually started running and diving deep into how vibrational frequencies affect our biological health maybe things might actually start changing for the better i don't know uh, but it all makes sense like start thinking for yourself y'all uh, look at how it's all a common thread between vibrational frequencies and biology and dissonance and music if you're a musician you know exactly what i'm talking about. Anyways, that was a a long idea break, um, but it was a good one. And it's something I'm still trying to dig into. So if you have any thoughts or comments on this, man, let's talk about it. Super interesting. Y'all check it out for yourself. Y'all have a good one. Bye.